This WBEZ podcast is supported by the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Suicide is a topic that hides in the shadows. It's time we talk away the dark, learn how to spot the warning signs for suicide, and how you can have an open, caring, real conversation to help save lives. Visit the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention to watch the new short film and learn more at AFSP.org slash talkawaythedark. Good morning. I'm Adora Namigade, and this is The Rundown. Today, Illinois lawmakers will try again to approve the final rules governing the state's assault weapons ban. The law took effect January 1st, and if you owned an assault weapon before that, you must register it online with the Illinois State Police. But the administrative rules that guide how the law is executed have not been approved yet, and the temporary rules expire next month. Democratic State Senator Bill Cunningham says, for example, there are still open questions surrounding orders of protection. What happens if, say, the order of protection goes away? There's no subsequent charge of domestic violence, or there is, and the individual is acquitted. How do they get that weapon back? Today is the first day of the spring session, but it's an election year, so don't expect major action until after the March 19th primary. Volunteers helping the city of Chicago's new migrant population are applauding the decision to delay shelter evictions amid the current freezing cold temperatures. But they wonder what's next. Today, the city had planned to force out people who had been in migrant shelters for 60 days to make room for others. Volunteer Annie Gomberg was glad to learn the city pushed back that deadline by about a week amid the freezing cold. Gomberg says the city has been slow to set up a system for people to find permanent housing. However, I'm not sure how much better things will be on January 22nd. Um, And I think that it seems likely that we will continue to need to have folks in shelters. Roughly 650 people are facing the January 22nd deadline, with just 17 connected to rental assistance as of last Friday. There's a new push for federal financial help for Chicago and Milwaukee to defray costs from hosting the national political conventions this summer. The bipartisan group making its funding pitch to Congress includes every Democratic member of Illinois' congressional delegation and Republican U.S. Senator Ron Johnson of Wisconsin. They want $75 million for Chicago and another $75 million for Milwaukee to defray security costs. That's because they're host cities for the Democratic and Republican conventions, respectively. The new letter to Congress's budget writing committees was released by Chicago Congressman Mike Quigley. It marks at least the third time representatives from each state have sought more money. So far, to no avail. Illinois Republicans Darren LaHood, Mary Miller, and Mike Bost withheld their names from the latest letter. Chicago nonprofit My Block, My Hood, My City is planning a march during the Democratic National Convention at the United Center this summer to call for an end to gun violence. Dozens of people spent yesterday honoring Martin Luther King Jr. and making signs for the August 19th march. They were in the packed basement of a West Side Youth Center. Tanzania Alexander and her family live in D.C., and they made a special trip to the event to honor MLK. It's a chance for me and my family, especially my young boys, to honor his memory, honor his legacy, give back to the community the same way he did us before we were even here. She said her sign likely will honor her late brother. He was shot and killed in Chicago's Hyde Park neighborhood 26 years ago. The march is in honor of a longtime My Block, My Hood, My City veteran who was gunned down. A couple more things you should know today. Chicago public school classes are canceled today. 
In a letter to families, CPS officials said it would be unsafe for staff and students to travel to school in wind chills that could reach minus 30 degrees. All after-school programs are also canceled. There won't be any remote learning. CPS expects classes to resume Wednesday when temperatures are forecasted to rise. Chicago's suburban bus system this week is celebrating the introduction of its first electric bus. Pace announced the bus will serve southwest Cook County, primarily Route 381 on 95th Street. The bus system's Project Zero calls for Pace to switch its full fleet to zero emissions vehicles by 2040. And today's weather. There is a wind chill warning in effect until noon today. It's going to be dangerously cold, with wind chills as low as 25 to 35 below zero. It could cause frostbite on exposed skin in as little as 30 minutes. And a wind chill advisory remains in effect until 9 a.m. tomorrow. That's it for now. Later today, the evidence of climate change is all around us, and it can be stressful to really take it all in. That's why social worker Libby Bakabir is facilitating group conversations about climate anxiety. As we start to imagine the scenarios related to climate change, it can get really scary. It can feel like the world that you were counting on is not going to be there. My rundown co-host Erin Allen talks about climate cafes with Libby and Haven Denson from the Peggy Notabart Nature Museum. That's today at 1 o'clock. I'm Adora Namigade. Thanks for listening.